Hey, everybody. Welcome to FL Teams Live. We are here with you again this week, as we've been every week, except for, I think, one, during the NFL season uh, this year. Uh, Jeremiah, we only have, I mean, conference championships this week uh, on Sunday, and then uh, I guess we have a week off with the, the Pro Bowl in between. Uh, I'm sure Isaac will come up with some programming that we can plug in there. Maybe we'll do the uh, the prop bets again uh, this year. This time I want to keep track of who wins. Yeah. Not just, not just going to be me making fun of Eli Apple the whole time. <laughs> well, <laughs> well I mean, you don't know yet, right? Let's just, so. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see how the uh, we'll see how the whiskey treats me. Um <laughs> Before we get into the uh, championship game previews, let's talk about our newest partner. They are revolutionizing the world of sports betting and fan engagement by making sports fandom profitable. That company is Symbol, the stock market for sports. Download the Symbol app, that's S-I-M-B-U-L-L, and use the promo code FLTEAMS to receive a free team stock valued up to $150 upon signing up. Again, that symbol, you can see it down below, and use code FLTEAMS to get that special uh, benefit. Um, by the way, I keep racking in the wind dividends for the Lightning. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> shout out to symbol. Well, let's, uh, let's start here in the NFC. They play first on Sunday, so they get first on our show. Um, the Eagles very convincingly defeated the New York Giants. Uh, the 49ers had, I mean, it was a seven point game against the Cowboys. It was, it was certainly and seemingly an evenly matched game. Uh, Dak, uh, you know, I, I think it was last week that I talked about Dak throws two picks in every game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just call me Nostra Dumbass, uh, but I was right. Uh, the, the big thing to me, looking at this preview here, and now I was on with Isaac uh, a couple weeks ago when you weren't on, and I predicted Bills against Niners in the Super Bowl. Uh, obviously, one half of that's been knocked out by now, but the other half is still here. I'm picking the Eagles to win this game. I'm just gonna just gonna to jump at it. But the big thing I keep looking at is McCaffrey is injured. I'm sure he's gonna play. I'm sure they're all gonna play. Elijah Mitchell is injured. He can't. He hasn't practiced all week. Uh, Debo Samuel is injured. He did, wasn't able to practice today. The Eagles, on the other hand, they were ravaged with injuries a little bit at the end of the season. Everyone's back. Or, you know, seemingly Chauncey Gardner Johnson's back. Jalen Hurts, obviously, is the big one back. Lane Johnson is back. Uh, it's kind of the tale of one team getting healthy at the right time and the other team just dropping like flies, it seems. And again, I'm sure all the players will play for the 49ers, but at what level is my question? And, and, uh, yeah, I've got more to say, but go go no, ahead, Jeremiah. What do no, you think? No, I mean, <laughs> you, you have to wonder. It, it's you know Philly's getting healthy at the right time, like you said, and Philly kind of built this team to be able to do that, right? I mean, they added pieces throughout the season. You mentioned uh, Chauncey Gardner. You you talk about the Indomitian Sues. You talk about the guys that just got plugged in as they kept going through. Um, this is what they're built for, and you know more than anything in all of this is. I looked at all the games 
last week and one thread ran true the whole time. The team who ran the ball the most successfully won the game. And Philly runs the ball as well as anybody. I mean, they're just running it from every angle. Um, they've got every level of playmaker that you could have. Uh, this Eagles team just looks really tough right now, man. Um, San Francisco, but I, I've been the same guy that I haven't believed in the 49ers all year. So I'm probably a pretty bad pro uh, prognosticator for the Niners because I've just not bought into it all year long. And they just keep winning and the system just keeps working. But I think that eventually is going to catch up with them. And, it, and like you said, I think the injury bug is where it's going to really hit is, you know, where are you playing at the most important time? And, and with McCaffrey dinged up, Mitchell's been injured throughout the year. Same thing. Debo a little banged up. Uh, the defense is good for San Francisco. But, I mean, look, I, I think last week when we were talking about this, I really thought the Giants would give the Eagles a, a, a tougher game. Just because it was, you know, again, division, uh, conference rival, division rival, three times in a season, and uh, Philly just manhandled them. And yeah. and and this Philly crowd is tough, and and they're going to be lit. They're going to be ready to rock. Um, I think it's going to be a really, really tough situation for San Francisco to come into to to pull off a victory there. Yeah, well, and you know, the biggest strength I think. As, as good as the Eagles are on so many levels, and I'll, I, I've been doubting the Eagles since day one. I picked them to win the NFC East in our preseason, you know, so don't, don't get me wrong like I'm, you know, a violent hater of the Eagles, just of the city of Philadelphia and all the people in it. Uh, but the Eagles, look, their pass rush is out of this world. I mean, 75 sacks. Yeah. Brock Purdy is playing, <laughs> executing Shanahan's offense as perfectly as it can be done, but he's not perfect. He has some throws that are a little off. You know, I, I feel like he's yet to face a pass rush like he's going to face because there isn't a pass rush like Philadelphia's in the game. Um, I think that's going to get him off, off his mark a little bit. Um, one thing I like in this game, although look, I've, you, you mentioned you've been, you've never bought into San Francisco. I don't think I did until the start of the playoffs. I think that's when I looked at the other NFC teams and said, I think the, the, the Niners are better than them. Uh, this is the first time. And part of it is because of the, the injury factor that I am switching over and saying that I'm, I do think the Eagles are going to win this game and go to the Super Bowl. Um, odds makers. Right now, the line is Philly by two and a half, which is, I mean, basically a coin toss, especially since yeah. they're, you know, got home field advantage. Um, San Francisco has won 12 games in a row, which is un uh, crazy to think about. Um, again, I'm I'm taking Philly in the game. Obviously, I'd take the two and a half points because, they, they you know, they're going to win. They're probably going to win by sure. three or more. Um, one thing, if I were a gambling man, I would be heavy on the under in this game. The over-under set at 46. I don't know if I see either team cracking 20. Yeah, no, I think the defenses are going to rule the day. And I, and I do think it's going to come down to, again, man, Philadelphia last week, I mean, the Giants' defense, you know, they, they certainly aren't the 49ers, but 268 rushing yards, right? 
getting 112 from Kenneth Gainwell, getting uh, 90 from Miles Sanders, another 32 from Boston Scott, and 34 from Jalen Hurts. I mean, and and not just talking about on the ground. Now what that means is you've got to respect that, and you've almost got to put your corners on islands, right? You've got to spy Hurts, and now you've got to go one-on-one with A.J. Brown and, and with Devonta Smith. And, you know, I mean, that's that that's just a tough, tough matchup all the way around. I think there's more pieces in place for Philadelphia. Um, and, and, yeah, I think their defense is just on so many levels um, backed up through this thing. I, I don't think it's going to be a high scoring game, but, but I think Philly I think Philly wins pretty easily, though. I, I mean, and again, San Francisco keeps putting pointing me wrong time and time and time again. But, you know. Yeah, I, I can't see a scenario where San Francisco lights up the scoreboard. Although, I'll say that I can't see a scenario where I see Philadelphia lighting up the scoreboard either. The San Francisco's no. defense, that's one thing I haven't doubted all year, is their defense is very good. Um, and I think they're a defense that could shut down Philly's run game. But again, you know, the, you got playmakers on the outside. It only takes one little misstep, and uh, you're you're watching them go for six. Um, game sways if a team scores a defensive touchdown. I'll say that D- defense or special teams touchdown. You know, if one of these teams scores one, yeah. I bet they win the game. And, and Brock Purdy's been doing a hell of a job of not yeah. making that mistake yet. Um, but I say yet just because you just kind of feel like there's one in there somewhere. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, the, the guy's been playing absolutely great within the system. They're not asking him to do a lot, which is what Shanahan really does well for quarterbacks. Again, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo still sounds relevant to people because of it, right? Um, and, and so he's done well with that, but I think this is a different kind of pressure coming from Philly. I also think, again, um, this the Philly crowd is – the Philly crowd loves being known as the Philly crowd. I don't know how else to say that, right? They're going to be a special kind of hyped up um, playing this game to get into the Super Bowl, right? Um, because if I'm not mistaken, when they made the Super Bowl last time, they had to go through Minnesota, right? Uh, yes. Right. So In the so- NFC, well, yeah, um, I can't remember if that game was in Philly or I think it was actually in Philly. Okay. All right. Yeah, but I, I know Philly, the Philly fans, they 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 bank on that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this is gonna oh, be yeah. they're, they're a nasty rock. group of assholes. Right. They're gonna um, be they're gonna be ready to go, and it's gonna be a hostile environment with a defense that can bring it on all levels. I hope all the Eagles fans get pink eye from hanging out with assholes. Uh, <laughs> but I still think the Eagles win the game. Um <laughs> nothing good's come out of Philadelphia since Rocky Balboa. Uh, and he's not even real. Right, and that stopped him like Rocky two or three, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'll give him three, I guess. Um, moving on to the, uh, to me, the more intriguing game, because I, I don't like the 49ers or the city of Philadelphia. Um, <laughs> Joe Burrow and the Bengals uh, go into Buffalo and kind of make easy work of the Bills. Didn't didn't see that coming. Uh, I'm I can't say I'm I'm stunned. I've been I think you said it last week. I've been higher on the Bengals all year than everyone else. Yeah. Uh, so so I, I can't shy away now. 
Um, I'm picking the Bengals to win this game. Uh, even though last week I did have the Chiefs number one in my power ranking. So, mm-hmm. look, I, I learn, I adapt based on what I see. The Bengals, the big day, I'll be frank here. Let's We can jump into the Kansas City-Jacksonville game since obviously there's Florida ties. Patrick Mahomes, bad-looking ankle injury. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know that he should have been back out there in that game. Uh, I thought it gave the Jags the window they might be able to take advantage of it and get get through. Damn. They they weren't able to, and I give the Chiefs boatloads of credit. Uh, Chad Henney, 12 plays, 98 yards. Chad Henney. Yeah, hey, look, I, I thought they, they might as well should have stuck with him at that point. Like, he, he's, you could do worse as a backup quarterback. But, look, the, the rest of the team – and, look, Mahomes also had a nice drive, thrown up pass, a touchdown pass to Marquez Valdez-Scantley. Um, but I, mean, I don't know how mobile he's going to be, how uh, how much he can – how much weight he's going to be able to put on it. Um. You know, he, he he's not a running quarterback, but he's a very mobile quarterback. Yeah. And uh, without that mobility, and you've got guys like Trey Hendrickson breathing down your neck, the Bengals are playing good defense. I mean, you saw what they did to Buffalo. I mean, Buffalo yeah. is not I, – I would say Buffalo is slightly ahead of Kansas City as far as offenses go. And, look, Joe Burrow and the boys just – they 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 make it happen in the playoffs. I I don't I don't like to buy into things like that necessarily, but there's something just too too cool about Joe Burrow. Uh, odds by the West way, Kansas City one point favorite. So yeah. basically a pick 'em game. <laughs> yeah, no, this team has swagger, and there are certain guys that are big time playmakers and big time games. And you know, I feel like it's it's again, it's not just Joe Burrow, it's Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon, he really, I mean, he was a huge part of that game, um, you know, with, with them yeah. taking care of Buffalo the way that they did and, and coming in and being able to run the ball. Um, you know, also, uh, you know, they uh, they did a good job of protecting uh, protecting Burrow, yeah. right? I mean, the Bills, the Bills D, not, uh, you know, nothing to, to shake your head at. I mean, they, they got after some people up front. They caused some pressure. But, you know, I mean, they hold themselves down to only getting like one sack. So, you know, that's uh, – I think an interesting thing to me is this, Jeff. I'm, I'm looking at, yes, it's going to be a great matchup between Kansas City and Cincinnati. I After last weekend's games, I literally had that moment of just stop and reflect of what about the other two teams, right? What about the Jacksonville? What about Buffalo? Because – I mean, I, look, I've had my pity parties as far as a Dolphin fan. I have. But, like, is Buffalo's window come and gone? I mean, is it closing? You see the Stephon Diggs, you know, kind of storming off the field. They haven't been able to get a running game going. They can't get past Mahomes, and now it's Burrow. And, you know, like, is it is it shutting? I mean, the, the other teams, I mean, Miami took them took – them, tight you know in all three games this year this hurts me but i've got a magic trick for you buffalo bills now 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 look closely because the buffalo bills 
are about one season away from becoming the 2017 to 2020 New Orleans Saints. Led the NFL in wins. Didn't make it to a Super Bowl. Right. I mean, it stings me to talk about that that window of four seasons where Saints led the NFL in regular season wins. You know, look, one year they got screwed by the refs. Yeah. yeah no no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Uh, I didn't get to the Super Bowl because of the officiating. But they didn't, you know, when history looks back, the overall result, they didn't even get one conference championship victory. And the Bills are one season away from matching that kind of futility, so to speak. Um, they are the new, I, you know, look, I, I said this uh, about the Lightning um, the year they got swept after they had the best record in the NHL, set the record for the best ever record. And I said, remember the Washington Capitals? Their reputation was they can't win. The Lightning are the new Capitals. Well, the Lightning won the next two Stanley Cups. So I'm now saying the Bills are the are are now the the, the Saints. Difference is Josh Allen's much younger than Drew Brees was. Drew Brees was obviously at the tail end of his his career, but you can't just assume that next year. I, I think I said this last year about the Bengals, and obviously things worked out for him, but. You can never assume that things are just going to be the same next year. Right. Like, I love Jacksonville and their young players, and I think they have a bright future. You cannot just assume that everything's going to click and they're going to easily win the South and be back in the playoffs next year. Every year no. is its own thing, so don't take it for granted when you're in the playoffs that we'll be back next right. year just because we're young and we we seem like we're good and we've got our – you never know. Buffalo yeah. could have injury problems. You never know what the hell is going to happen to to Buffalo, not only in the off season but during the season. So Marino no, Buffalo is more than one Super Bowl. Right? And look, they're 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 in a run like when they lost four straight Super Bowls, but they, they can't even get to the Super Bowl this time. That's you know because here's what you got to look at is quite honestly, it's like you can look at these other teams and say, what can you do to fix things, right? Um, what can you do? You know, like uh, you know, for instance, I mean Jacksonville. Jacksonville could add another playmaker at receiver, right? They can get a little better by doing that. Um, they could get some help on the pass rush. And but yeah. like Buffalo has tinkered and tinkered and like they put this, they built it, right? Roster, I mean, even basically. going out and getting Hines, right? I mean, even going out and getting Hines for special teams and and then paid off and all these other things. It's like at what point does something change? Tie it back into two of the teams we're talking about here, or at least tied with the coach. Andy Reid, there was a point in time when Andy Reid was here in Philadelphia, and Philadelphia was perennially the same way. They would get into the playoffs. They had a good record. They just couldn't get through. They just couldn't get through. They just couldn't get through, and Andy had to go. It wasn't obviously that Andy's a bad coach because look what he's doing in Kansas City. It's just at some point in time, if you don't have those breakthrough moments, I think the message loses its power. And so mm -hmm. you've got to kind of wonder in Buffalo, how close are we getting to that, right? Um, is it Ken Dorsey, um, who's been on radars to fly and, and be going as a coach um, outside of uh, Buffalo? Um, who knows, man? But, you know, you see a little bit of the dissension that was starting to show there um, with Diggs and, you know, and Allen and, you know, hey, I'm not going to be hurt in Miami if that happens, you know what I'm saying? But I do think the AFC East does continue to get better and they're reloading and rebuilding. 
And I think that that window where Buffalo was head and shoulders above may be gone. Yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. there's a the AFC East. Yeah, there's a lot of heat behind Aaron Rodgers or Derek Carr going to the Jets. Yep. I don't care. I mean, Rodgers obviously I think takes him to a different level. Of, uh, you know, he was playing with a broken thumb last year, yeah. and, and he was still pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Um, he takes him to a different level, but even Carr over what they had at quarterback. Oof, oh yeah. I don't oh. want to play them. No, and no, their no. young guys are a year older. <laughs> and and New England's bringing uh, Bill O'Brien back under the fold, the offensive coordinator, and Tom Brady. Um, really. <laughs> right, probably. Right? So, but dude, I mean, it really is. So then, but you do look and you see Jacksonville, and you see a team that's that's you know they they fought, man. They really did. They fought hard. They went into a situation that, um, you know, a lot of teams could have folded. There were a couple different times in that game that they could have just went away. And uh, Trevor Lawrence and the guys really showed some game, and um, and fought back through that really hard. It was good. It was good to see for for Jacksonville this year, Evan Ingram. You know, somebody who we knew had talent, um, but get the dude that he was kind of showing, Christian Kirk, um, who we all rode Christian Kirk hard. But, I mean, the guy went out and earned his money. And, oh, yeah. Um, so, you know, it's it's exciting to see. And, you know, they're still, they've still got a lot of picks coming up as well. And, you know, so that's going to be interesting. Now, when it goes back to Cincinnati, man, it is. I was the guy that said last year that I could see Cincinnati being the greatest 30 for 30 episode ever. Right, they yeah. they make the Super Bowl and they just completely implode. But Joe Burrow and this team have them walking right back, and they're healthier than they were last year. Their defense is better, and the offensive line actually at least showed up a little bit. Right against yeah. the yeah. Bills, if it's they they spent money and put some talent on the O line. Um, so that's um, you know you. I think Cincinnati. It's looking very much like a Cincinnati and uh, Cincinnati and in Philadelphia, you know, collision. Yeah, and and that's what I got on both ends. Um, and look, my biggest critique of Cincinnati during the regular season was I didn't think they gave Joe Mixon the ball enough. I didn't think they mm-hmm. committed to the run. Um, they did last week, which was nice Absolutely. to see. Obviously, the weather helped. It's going to be cold in Kansas City. I don't know if it's going to be snowing or not, but going to be cold in kansas city you got backs man just just give them the ball and run but also obviously you got joe cool playing quarterback and uh this kid's legacy is going to be out of control if he gets back to the super bowl again uh and and well deserved i mean (laughs) uh, he's 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 I, I, you know, again, I don't, I don't, everyone loves Joe Burrow, don't they? I mean, how can you not? It's hard not to. It's hard not to. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, just the story of everything that it was. I mean, you know, having to transfer in college and ending up in, you know, that last year just coming onto the scene. Cause you know, when something like that happens, that means somebody's been working really hard behind the scenes, man. Right. You don't just come into that senior year, you know, moving away from one program and just take over college football the way that he did um, without putting in that time and that effort and that drive to win. And he seems to be a hell of a leader. I mean, the team responds to him as he goes. So do they Um, Joe Mixon again, like Mixon's always been the kind of guy to me, give him 20 carries a game. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's, you know, if he's holding on to the ball, I, you know, they, they've really got some nice pieces and Hayden Hurst, has been a little bit under the radar, 
But when you look out deep, I mean, they're, they're talented across the board. Um, and then defensively, I think this is, a, again, a team that's been there as well. Um, not saying Kansas City hasn't because they have, of course. But I think, again, you go back to a little bit of lingering injury. What do you got with Mahomes? Yeah. Boy, think about how different this could have been, though, man. I mean, that whole DeMar, and we get it. But if Cincinnati wins that game that got postponed in Buffalo, right, this game could be in Cincinnati this week, couldn't it? Uh, God, I don't even remember. The Cincinnati records. had a chance to hold home field. I, they did, yeah. Yeah, well, so, and look, Cincinnati, here's another thing, and this is going to be interesting if San Francisco beats Philly. Because Cincinnati's on a 10-game winning streak, too. Yeah, I, I mean, they didn't start out great. Uh, no. yeah, obviously, the 49ers didn't either. They didn't start out great. They looked, you know, halfway through, uh, I think it was a game, Monday night game, they lost to the Browns and Jacoby yeah. pretty convincingly. Yeah. Um, when things weren't looking great for Cincinnati, and it might that might have been their last loss. Because they've won 10 straight games, including the two in the playoffs. And... Uh, Man, if they can go into Arrowhead again, uh, you know, they did it last year in the AFC Championship game. Uh, that'll that'll be something, and that'll be something that they start giving Patrick Mahomes un, unfair criticism for. Yes. Yeah. Going against Joe Burrow, kind of like they did with Manning against Tom Brady back in the day. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, because they face each other on the field. They're on the field together so many times, right? Right, right, right. That's how it's it going to be. It was Tom Brady who deflected Peyton Manning's pass on fourth down. It wasn't the defense that did anything. Um, you are uh, you are correct. It was on Halloween, October 31st. The Browns beat the Bengals 32-13. That was the last Bengals loss. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, – and that was an ugly, ugly game. And since uh, then, and they got a three-point victory over the Chiefs, right? Um, yep. it, it beat the Ravens a couple times, you know, uh, throw the Bills in there. It's, you know, they manhandled the Bills. Yeah, they, they really did. Yeah, yeah, that was the most surprising thing. Um, this game's got an interesting, you know, I'm kind of surprised the over-under for this game is so close to the NFC game. 48, I'm like, I, I think I like the under in this game, too. I don't see either team lighting up the scoreboard, uh, especially not Kansas City, because look, Mahomes is hot, is going to not be at a hundred percent. And look yeah. what the Bengals just did to the Bills. I mean, I, I, I yeah. feel, I, I feel terrible, but I feel like this is a game Trey Hendrickson might just wreck Mahomes multiple times. FAU's Trey Hendrickson. <laughs> um, you know, it's just – I don't know if I could see Kansas City putting up 20 points in this game under almost any circumstance. Um, Cincinnati, now, I could see them exploding, but Kansas City's got a pretty good defense too. That is that is yeah. the thing with all of these teams. They've all got good defenses. Like They're well-rounded, man. I mean, it's not – you know, it, it, if you shake it all out, you know, the old panning for gold, right, there's no secret to the fact that these four are the four standing. They're the most complete teams, no. right? Special teams, defense, offense, lines, pass, rush, cut. I mean, they're complete. They're they're not, you know, they're a little stronger in every every unit, but they're but everywhere they are polished. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, you know. I, I would I would agree with you. And the Bills were the only other one that I'd say is one that could win on either side of the ball. Um yeah. 
obviously <laughs> not last week. Um, yeah, the, the, these are – and look, I, I do love that the – again, the odds makers, Philly two and a half points, Kansas City one point. I mean, these are these are going to be good games, presumably. I do think, probably to the chagrin of the casual NFL fan, I do think they're both going to be low-scoring games. Um, yeah. I wouldn't mind if I was wrong. I wouldn't mind a little bit of fireworks going on in these games just from a – look, I, I, I don't care who wins these games. I I I I'm picking Philadelphia and Cincy, but I don't want to see the people of Philadelphia happy under any circumstance. So I'd love to see them lose. I mean, I, I guess I'm pulling for Cincy. I can't help it. Joe Burrow is uh, is, I, although I, I respect the hell out of Patrick Mahomes too. So there's one one yep. thing with Patrick Mahomes, all time great quarterback. I was I was talking to one of my football players who I'm I'm trying out a quarterback and I said, Do you do you watch Mahomes? Oh yeah, I like the Chiefs. I'm like, don't you ever do anything that Patrick Mahomes does? Right. Ever no, no, he, nothing, off the he, field. Does. nothing right. he does. No. <laughs> if you can throw the ball it, as far as he can, then then I don't care, but you can, so don't. <laughs> it, it would be fun to uh see Philly play against Andy Reid in the Super Bowl. Um, that, that would be, be you know, in that nostalgic Philly way. But, um, dude, I don't, I don't know. Cincinnati just looks like a buzzsaw. And again, certain teams play at the right time, the right way. And Cincinnati has been doing that for a little while and they caught streak last year and did it and really gave the Rams a, a lot closer of a game than I thought they would quite honestly. Um, so, you know, I think Cincinnati, um, Cincinnati, I think, gets through this one. Mainly, again, I, I hopefully they're going to lean on Mixon the same way that they did before. And they just got a few more playmakers, man. It's more going to come down to the defense and the fact that the offensive line looks like they're actually holding together. That's that's yeah. where I think this all comes down. Well, it should be good football on Sunday. 3 o'clock, the NFC game. 6.30, the AFC game. And we'll be back next Wednesday on FL teams to uh, probably break it down. We'll, we'll see if maybe we want to do some prop bets next week. We'll see, we'll see if Isaac has any, uh, anything up his sleeve or any plans for us. Uh, but we'll do something fun uh, next week while we're enjoying the week between, uh, uh, you know, we're not going to do a pro bowl preview. Cause I don't even, it's flag football. Well, it's a skills it's competition though. Right. And this year is like a skills competition. Like they're finally, the yeah, they're finally doing a flag football game, uh, which is something I've been at, uh, saying they should have done for years. Just make it where you can't play your position. So I want to oh. see offensive linemen and defensive linemen playing quarterback and receiver and stuff. But like I look showing my age in this, I remember back in the day, they used to have the quarterback challenge. Right. Mm -hmm. And it was the old school quarterback challenge. They just had, you know, who could throw the ball the furthest. They had, you know, the accuracy. They had the agility. They had all of those. Oh, things. Yeah. So I'm hoping that, that I'd like to see some skills contests that way. Um, oh, a little bit broken down the way that the NHL does, um, the way the NBA started to do a little more of. And, you know, that'd be a hell of a lot more interesting than seeing guys go out there and, you know, not nope. play football. Those old QB competitions, you can find them, I think, on YouTube. Uh, oh, yeah. Marino was I the mean, man. Well, they, they would get, like, 
20 quarterbacks. Like, they would get half the league or more down there. Like, it was like a legit thing. Yeah. It's like Marino, Steve Young, Brett Favre. I'm like, geez, they didn't – they got everybody. This yeah. wasn't just – you know, it, and and I still remember my boy Aaron Brooks went in the longest throw competition in his first yeah, year. Look, Marino <laughs> would let them all hang around until you got to the accuracy at the end with like the rolling targets mm -hmm. on the, with a paint on the ball, yards <laughs> just popping them. Like, yeah, he wasn't going to win the agility. <laughs> no, 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 no. He, he but, maybe maybe has to skip that portion. Yeah, so we, we got to <laughs> check that out though, man, because maybe there are some good skills competitions, things or something like that we can look at. That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah, we will. We'll have something fun for you next week. Um, tying it back to FL teams, the main thing here is no matter who wins in the AFC, whether it be Marquez Valdez Scantling or Mitchell Wilcox, there will be a bull in the Super Bowl again this year. <laughs> um. And speaking of FL teams, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. You follow on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Um, maybe we'll do some TikTok live at some point during the conference championship games. Yeah, we should definitely do that. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm down yeah. For that. I've got access to the FL team's TikTok Ooh. account now. Ooh. Yeah, no, we definitely got to jump in. So we'll promote that out and get that going this weekend, too. I got an excited fan over there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks, enjoy football. Again, make sure you're subscribed and following FL teams everywhere you can. And uh, we'll see you next week. And brunch.